0: to hide its veil.
1: Y'all can have a seat. Welcome. I am Jeff Jacobson, director of outreach and mission for Living Waters, and welcome everybody here this evening. I know that it was a struggle for some of you to probably find some seats, but you know if you get here early next week, you know maybe we'll we'll save a seat for you. Just kidding. You may have noticed something a little bit different. We are in the summer, summer program. The doors are open, there's bright lights. It is a sandal appreciated zone, flip-flop zone. Everything is acceptable. I, you know, this week I didn't wear my suit that I normally wear, but (laughs) it's summertime. So embrace it, we get the sun. We also... Do what, what's called an usher free zone in the summer. When we come up for communion, there is a basket. If you have offering, that is when you can you can place your offering in the basket. So there won't be there will not be ushers running up and down the aisles trying to trying to do that. Communion, we'll also go to a single station. So next week there'll probably be more people sitting over here. Or maybe we'll switch. Maybe we'll switch it up next week and put the communion over on this side. You have to pay attention. Also, last Saturday was the marathon. We had a water station. We had twenty-nine people that served about seven thousand runners that came through. We got our butts kicked. So, <laughs> yes, yes, we got our butts kicked, and thank you, Gene. If you were unable to attend, I still have lots of bags. So after worship, you, if you want one of these handy-dandy marathon bags, come and see me. I have plenty of them to hand out. Also, in case you missed it today, if you're not on the, the email list or the Facebook or anything like that, we have some very big news that... We have, uh, the call committee has submitted a pastoral candidate to the leadership team. It was approved by the leadership team, and the offer was accepted by the pastoral candidate, and that is Pastor Dan, who we have seen a few times here. So we will be having a special meeting on June 10th. It'll be 9 a.m. will be the question-and-answer session for the leadership team and the call committee, if you have any questions. 10 o'clock will be our regular Sunday worship service. And then at the 11 o'clock, at 11 o'clock, we will do the special meeting for the congregational vote, where we need, per our Constitution, we need to have 45, 45, a minimum of 45 votes to accept that. So please put that on your calendar. That is a very important, uh, important date, and we hope to see everybody there. Another item that snuck past me here is, in the bulletin here, is the Giving Garden. This is something that uh, was started by a couple of our youth. Allison Alt in the back corner, and where did Olivia go? She's, oh, she's sitting back there doing homework and listening to the service intent, intently? Yes. These are two high school students that felt the need, felt the calling to start a garden here at church so that this garden, what can be raised in this garden can be donated to the Dorothy Day House and the emergency food pantry. So, if you have a green thumb and want to take part in this, maybe help out with some of the weeding and stuff like that as this takes shape. Um, I know that there's, and doing some of the transplanting and stuff like that, please contact Allison or Olivia and we'd love to have you be part of that. Also we still have the, the sign up to serve, helping out with ushering, greeting. Now I think I said this last week that if somebody else feels the call to do the uh, to give the announcements during the week, that'd be great if somebody really feels that call because then I could do some other things. Uh, that would be fabulous. I did get a volunteer for Sundays, so that is fabulous. So if you feel that feel the call for that, or just to help out with uh, the meals, the ushering, the offering, now. Usher free zone in the summer but guess what In the fall we will start that up again Vacation Bible school I know it's you're not out of school Yet But it's never too early to think about That the vacation Bible school will be taking Place August 6th Through 9th so if you want to put that Into your calendars as well So that if you'd want to help out with that Or getting your kids Make sure that your kids will be available to take Part in that and with that, ooh, prayers. Everybody comes here maybe just to hear Hope sing or to hear, you know, Tim and Holly give an amazing message tonight. Um, or maybe you're here because you're hurting. We have prayer baskets in the back that we would love to pray with you and for you. So if at any time during the service you feel the need to uh, to write something down on prayer, and then the, the staff will actually pray over these messages as well. So, feel free to do that as well. At this time, I think I'm going to ask for the children to come forward, and Ashley Ashley Bond is going to be doing the children's message.
2: All right, any kiddos? Test, test, test friend all right i brought some of my own friends just in case too how are you good hi caleb all right come on up Emmett. it's good to see you well hello come on up yeah all right all right yeah sometimes right and i get to see you at church well, today I get to share a story with you because Miss Jess isn't here, but that's okay because I'm excited to see you too, and I'm excited to share this story with you. So I have a story. It's called The Fury Furnace. So let me tell you a little bit about this story. So there are three guys. I can show you the picture. Th- you are three, just like the three guys we're going to read about in our story. Right. And in our story, these guys love God. Do you love God? No? Nobody? You do? Okay, oh, love does. Oh gosh, do you guys love God? They love God so much that they want to do everything for God. They, they want to worship Him. They want to pray to Him. But there's a king. His name is Nebuchadnezzar. And he does not want these men to pray to God. So we're going to read about this story and see what happens to these men, okay? Okay, for you, pray with me. You fold your hands and bow your heads, and you can repeat after me. Dear God, thank you so much for always protecting us. We love you. And all God's children said, amen. Amen. All right, you guys can head back to your seats. Thanks. (laughs)
3: Thank you, Ashley. Can you tell that she is studying to be... An elementary educator. Ashley is awesome. We are so grateful for her and her message. And so at this time, um, we are going to have Holly and Tim Gruba come forward as they talk with us a little bit about their So What story. So, would you welcome with me, Holly and Tim, this evening? and Tim. Holly and Tim, how long have you been
4: a part of Living Waters now? <laughs> Tim's been voluntold about tonight, so he's really excited. Almost three years. I started coming here seven... How long have we lived here? Seven years ago, we would stop by, sit in the back row and, during the week, and there was no one here, and then I got brave enough three years ago and started coming and just drugged him along. Awesome. (laughs) So three years
3: ago, you guys came here, and Holly and Tim are now a huge part of our congregation. Um, Holly is our kitchen supervisor and coordinator. If you've ever eaten Wednesday night dinner here, you can thank Holly. Um, Without her, you all would starve. (laughs) And uh, she is also the leader, the chair of the call committee, Um, and through this process has been an amazing prayer warrior and um, leader of this congregation. And they have a fun story that they want to share. As we've been talking about, so what what does it mean, you know, to follow God, to follow Jesus, and to be um, fully invested in his kingdom and his church, which we believe is the hope of the world. And so they have... Um, Holly and I talked maybe a couple months ago now and Holly said I think we have some things to share at church And I was laughing because of course the Holy Spirit works in a mighty ways And she sends me this list of things she wants to talk about and I said that sounds like a so what story to me and so they're gonna share a little bit about um, kind of what their family and um, friends believe is part of living a life of faith what it means to follow after God and be part of his kingdom, and what it means to shine his light not only here, but everywhere you go. And So, Holly, do you want to take it away with some of your wisdom and nuggets,
4: as you will? We call these, um, so we're big on wisdom nuggets in our family and raising our kids and the life we lived. We were, um, just a little history. Um, we've been married 28 years. We were married 21 years before we spent seven straight days together, thanks to the Godel Air Force. So that was a bit of an adjustment. And so we put together through counseling and um, therapy and family classes just some five nuggets that we've truly drilled into the kids and each other to just be happy in everyday life. So the first one is Know Thyself. And I have to read these because otherwise I'll forget what they really are to me in a way. What are you willing to give of yourself? Truly know yourself. What am I willing to give to, of myself, of my core integrity, to have the job that I have, to have the friends that I have, to be the best wife and friend to Tim that I can be, and to be part of Living Waters? You know, switching faiths was a big deal to us. Um, We still are rooted in our faith that we were raised in, but really knowing that it was okay to come here and say that Jesus loves me no matter what church I sit in, it's not the building that makes me have faith. It's me that gives me faith. And we've raised our kids in knowing yourself and truly knowing what you're willing to give up in every minute of your life to be the best person that you can give.
0: you want to go next? No, but I got your back. Don't worry. <laughs>
4: um, so this one really, um, ironically, my daughter and her two best friends, I guess our daughter, you can claim her too, Something. today, um, So we always tell the children, our kids are, we say MGC and 143, Um, and they actually got it tattooed on their 18th birthday, my daughter and her two best friends. So it's make good choices and I love you. And if any of you have middle schoolers or high schoolers and you try to get them to say I love you, goodbye, have a great day, we use the code 143 because you could say it, you could text it, you could You know, wave it with your fingers, you could do whatever and it wouldn't be embarrassing your children and sometimes I just threw, hey I love you so much right out there because it's fun to embarrass your kids so make good choices because what you do at this very moment sitting here affects you the rest of your life Um, be nice to hope, I mean it's my choice every day to be kind to the people that I greet, if I'm mean to you it's my job to say I'm really sorry I probably hadn't eaten for 20 minutes and that's a problem with me So make good choices because what you do every minute of your life counts. Um, So these are our fill-in-the-blank ones. I don't need to. I want to. Um, This is a challenge for Tim every day. He doesn't need to be married to me, but I sure hope he wants to be married to me. (laughs) I don't need to be a member of this church. I want to be a member of this church. I don't need to believe in Jesus. I want to. We have friends that call us crazy. One of our dearest friends is an atheist, and I don't get it. And he challenges us every time we talk about coming to church, and I don't get it. And I said, I don't need to be a believer of Jesus. I want to be. There's a big difference, and I hope I see you on the flip side. I hope I can change your mind. But if not, it's been fun while we're here. Um, you need to matter. Um, many of you know our personal story about our daughter, And I will tell you, and I'm going to cry telling you this, because so many of you prayed for us during this. This is the one that you guys proved to us every single day for a year and a half while we were terrified of losing her to an abusive relationship. And some of you have become my friends because of that. You need to matter in every aspect of your life. Your friendships, your job, your marriage, your coworkers, everything. And if you don't feel you matter every minute of every day, get out fix it, and if we didn't have you guys helping us and praying for us and leading us through those 18 months of her trying to break free of that relationship, and the moment she saw it, sorry, but the moment she saw it, she just yelled out loud. She goes, I need to matter. I need to be loved, and there's only one person in my life that loves me, and that is Jesus. I mean, I challenge this guy every day, and I will tell you that we joke about this, Um, Tim and are eventually going to die someday right we've talked about this and his tombstone because he matters to me and he's going to stick with me is going to say here lies the most tolerant man ever and mine is going to say the reason why (laughs) but he I know that I matter to him in every minute of our daily life together and I know that I matter to this church and this church means so much to us so you have to believe it every minute And then the last one is, I got this from a high school teacher, so the teachers out there, you really do matter to your students. Um, You need to look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day, and I learned this at 14 years old when life just sucked for me because I was a 14-year-old girl in rural Montana. And Jan taught me, you look yourself in the mirror at the end of every day, and it doesn't matter what you've been doing, how tired you are, and you say, I like the person I'm looking at. I'm proud of what I have done today. I am proud of what I have said today and what I have accomplished today. And if you can't say it and you can't be honest to yourself saying it, because looking yourself at the mirror at two in the morning or midnight or whenever it is and saying those words to yourself, you need to fix it if you can't mean it. So if I've hurt you or I haven't gotten something done that I said I was going to get done, it's only up to me to fix it. And without having faith and humility that's a hard thing to get through because there's a few of you here that we've had to say I'm really sorry I hurt your feelings I was crabby I was mean I was whatever I'm emotional you have to live it every day and after 33 years it gets a little easier to do every day not always but those are our those are our wisdom nuggets and we sent this out to our friends to the kids as friends and I'm like, do you, remember? do you remember the mom lecture? And I got almost all of them back via, via text. So it did stick somehow, some way. So that's us.
3: That's amazing. And I know you guys to be both amazing parents and mentors of so many of our youth here and our kids and the ways you lead them. And how do you think your faith has informed that? Like, how, would it, how has it changed how you love people and... How you encourage them and sometimes give them some wisdom to kind of lead them on the right path.
4: I would say that we always had faith. We didn't—and I I give this church all the credit, and I give God all the praise for this. This church, the friends that I have made through this church, through Bible study, the kitchen, call committee, teaching, you guys have taught Tim and I how to truly, openly be proud to say, I have faith in Jesus— And I'm going to tell everybody about it. Um, There's a lot of the call team here tonight. You guys all knew this. I didn't know this. There's something to be said about living your faith out loud. I love that sentence. I think that is something that this church has taught us. We weren't raised in families that ever prayed together. We were raised completely apart. Didn't grow up going to church together or anything like that. Never have I opened a Bible with my parents. Never. Never said a prayer before I went to bed at night with my parents. We did it with our kids. We tried. We're still trying and working on it. But we will actually pray together now. That is something that had we not been made to feel welcome about doing it in this church, we would not be doing it. So when we say all are welcome, reaching out, knowing God, this place lives it every day, and we're very grateful for that
3: you live that in this place as you serve in so many aspects of our ministries and um, you said kids connect and call committee in the kitchen and so much more so has that changed your faith or why is that so important to you especially since you've only been here for three years and you're so involved and we think that's amazing
4: i think it's the welcoming i don't think I don't think we give ourselves enough credit. It's been a tough nine months here. And I think it's easy to lose sight of the fact that we are a family here. We really are. It's easy to say, oh, someone else can do it or someone else will fix it or whatever. But we are the reason that this church exists. Every time you come in here, you're giving someone a reason to smile. You're giving someone a pat on the back or you're their shoulder to, you know, just to lean on and say, hey, I've got your back. I know easily I could go through my phone right now and there's 25 people in there that if I'm having a bad day, I can say, you know what? I can text this person and it'll be okay. And that's given us the ability to say, we're going to be okay here. We've got friends here that have our back and I want to be involved with my friends. I want to see you. I didn't know hardly any of you until I started doing the kitchen. And that's why when Bob said, hey, are you interested? Because he was sick of serving pizza. I was like, yes, that's how I got to know you. And there's still people who say hi holly and i'm like i have no idea who you are but hello (laughs) (laughs) i love that so if you were to ask or answer the question and tim you
3: can answer this too if you want i know you love public speaking yes um but you know what is it what's the so what for you why doesn't why does church matter but more than that why does it matter to follow jesus to have faith in him you know what does that mean for your life
4: My so what is, you guys, truly, it's, it's about knowing that we're growing every day. We are growing in our ability to say, I truly believe in Jesus. I truly believe in knowing I, I am going to screw up every day. I'm going to screw up really bad on some days. And I still am going to get to go to heaven and see all of my friends and family there because I have someone who's already done the ultimate sacrifice for me. So when I screw up and I have a bad day and I hurt your feelings or whatever, I either need some food or I need to have some humility, but I know it's, it's okay. That's my so what. This is, this is where I want to be.
3: Tim, is there anything you want to add?
0: I think she handled it pretty
3: good. <laughs> awesome. I know. Tim was like, I'll come up there with you. I'm your support system. I've got your back, and he really does. He has your back. That's awesome. And so, well, we love you guys so much, and we are so thankful for you guys and all the ways you serve this congregation and for the wisdom that you share with us and just the example that you are of faith and of service in this place, but also about how to lead some kids well and um, sometimes screw up, like you said, and just ask for forgiveness and keep going. And I think that's amazing advice. And so... If you guys would, I would love to pray for Holly and Tim and also just to pray for all of us as we follow some of their own nuggets as well. So let's pray. God, we thank you for your son Jesus. As Holly said, she proclaimed the gospel that you have died for us, you have risen again. You have made the ultimate sacrifice of love for us. And there is nothing that we could do. It doesn't matter how far away we might go or how badly we might screw up, we know that you love us and that you are there for us and that you are our Savior. So Lord, God, first of all, I just ask that every person in this place would know that. God, that we would all experience that love, that we would have no shame or condemnation, but know that you are our Savior and that you love us and that you long for us to be a part of your family. And Lord, second of all, God, we know in this place that Families are hard, but it's hard to love people all the time, and it's hard to live a life that's faithful and following you all the time. But Lord, would we all um, just receive something from you and from Holly and Tim tonight about what it means to live a life of faith in real life, what it means to ask for forgiveness when we screw up, what it means to have good character and live a life that follows after you, and most of all, what it means to love people and love yourself and love our neighbors. God, we thank you for Holly and Tim and all the ways they serve this place, for um, serving on the call committee and in the kitchen, for doing anything that needs to get done, Lord, and for truly believing in your church as the hope of the world, and for this place to be the kingdom of God and the family of God. So Lord, we ask that they would feel loved by this community, that they would feel your power and your spirit in their lives, and God, that we would all um, feel your love, your power, and your spirit. God, we thank you for their message tonight, and we ask that you know every one of us would take home exactly what we need. Lord, we pray all these things in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Holly and Tim. Will you guys give it up for Holly and Tim? that you want after um, your message and she said we need to sing this I believe and we need to declare what we believe so will you stand with us and we're going to declare what we believe
0: we will rise again for
1: us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for all that you do for us in this life on earth. God, be with those who are sick and those who are the caregivers to, to heal all the people who may be suffering from cancer or whatever other illnesses that there may be. God, today we, we ask for your healing hand, your guidance for Michael and Brian as they both uh, begin their cancer treatments, and for all those others that uh, go named in our hearts. God, we give you thanks for the beautiful sunshine that we have today, showing your, your love just glows on this earth had we also come to you with uh, asking for guidance we ask that Alex can find his way back home understanding that uh, true to the message that we just heard so what so what uh, whatever may be going on in your life you are always welcome back home and into God's family. God, we also ask for your, your kindness, your grace, your understanding for the family of Jeff as he departed this earth this week. We ask for your healing hand for that family. We ask all these and all the other prayers that are in our hearts. And all God's people said, Amen. In the night in which our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was betrayed, he took bread, gave thanks, gave it for all to eat, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Again after the meal, he took a cup, Gave thanks, gave it for all to drink, saying, Take and drink, this is my blood, shed for you. Do this in remembrance of me. For as often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, we proclaim your your death, proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. Now, Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. and We'll ask our communion assistance to come forward. They'll be on this, on this side over here. And when you feel ready, that you are ready to come up for communion, please come forward at your, at your own pace.
3: Serve